0: Mm. Mm. i might have to do that what this episode
1: (laughs) bro perkins doing this shit was so funny
0: bro Stephen a's reaction
1: yeah his (laughs) reaction
0: that's how i reacted bro because at first i thought i thought he thought he wasn't on air yeah
1: that's
0: what i genuinely thought
1: i thought he was starting to cough or something and i was like what the hell is he doing They some dogs, Steven. They some dogs. This man, oh my God. He's so funny, bro.
0: That was the first time I've ever heard him talk, and I was like genuinely interested in what he had to say. All right, yo, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of the Say Less Basketball Podcast. We're on episode 43. 43 is a big number in our in our group. Uh, you know, I mean, how do, how do I mean, you, there's a certain player, the best player on the championship team, the championship team was the Warriors, scored 43 points on the night that, you know, Steph Curry and Clay Thompson couldn't hit a shot. Uh, against the Cavs in the finals I I don't know it's just a big number all right so episode 43 is a big day um Zach can't be with us today uh to especially to back his man after that abysmal performance that he had in that specific game um so it was a busy time of year so we're kind of working with what we got um Mohamed's been very consistent obviously he's been here every week carrying the show you know how he is I'm Will uh, I'm back after last week being out just had some some medical stuff going on. So, you know, but we're back. Yeah. Running it out. Um, so this week we're gonna talk about some comments from Stephen A in the past about the Bulls. As Bulls fans, this is gold. He says some crazy stuff. And <laughs> we all saw it the other night when he was just he looked, he looked mad, man. He looked he looked really mad at the Bulls game. Once man, we he didn't that. look
1: like he was enjoying himself, man.
0: <laughs> I was enjoying it big time (laughs) love it i love that Um, oh yeah then we got some uh comments about kd from steve nash uh we got some comments about the league being a little bit you know more physical than it has been in the past and then we got lebron and you know his big his big deal coming back from covid protocols so fast so why don't we just start with that let's uh lebron came back from protocols Pretty much immediately, right? I mean he uh, at he, least
1: like two days after.
0: Two days. Yeah. And so uh this this drew obviously is LeBron. So anything with is gonna drop a ton of attention. And you know, naturally this this kind of stirred up the league. So what do you what do you think of that? Uh the fact that he was able to come back so fast. What does that mean for the league? What does that mean for the Lakers?
1: Um it was it was weird because uh they had a game against the Clippers on Friday. So two days ago while we we're recording this. Um, and he got, I think uh, the news came out on Wednesday and they're supposed to play on ESPN. And the league moved that game to you know, just local broadcasting. And then they put uh, the Suns Warriors game on. Uh, and after that, just a day after that, LeBron comes out and tweets out, oh, something's real fishy. And, you know, I obviously was, I guess he was talking about the COVID thing. And then I see a report here and says, LeBron said, usually when you have a positive test, they'll test you right away to make sure there was not a follow up test after my positive test. It was straight to I- you know, even, and you've been put into protocol. That's the part that kind of angered me. And he said, I tested negative first and then my second test came back positive. Usually when you're a positive, okay, I got that. Uh, continuing that quote, I had to figure out a way to get home from Sacramento by myself. They weren't allowed. Allow anyone to travel with me, no security, no anything. When I traveled back from Sacramento, I had to put my kids in isolation for the time being. But the people, put the people in my household in, in isolation for the time being. So it was a big, big time inconvenience. <laughs> um, it was weird. I guess like I've seen people say that you know other people, uh, other players have test, uh, tested positive. Even if they got some negative tests back, they still had to go in that ten day protocol thing, and he didn't. So. I guess the whole situation is they just kind of messed up his you know, well, his po- his positive testing. I don't, I don't know. I think,
0: I think the, I think there's a few things. So first of all, you said if you, so some other players have gotten like some negative tests or positive tests on negative and they still had to go on the 10, 10 day. No, they right? had, uh,
1: they got positive, but then they'll end up, uh, no, they get tested every day, obviously. So then yeah. maybe like two days later or a couple of days later, they'll say negative, negative, And usually they let them back. But some players like started the isolation. Remember Zach Levine last year towards the mm-hmm. end of the season? Yeah, yeah. He had to go like two weeks. Yeah,
0: so I think part of that's part of the issue that people are having is that, is LeBron getting special treatment? Yeah. Because he that's draws awful. so much attention to the NBA. The other thing is, it seems like he had a false positive you know which the statistically is so unbelievably unlikely that i guess maybe the nba would be like oh that's probably not true just because data would say that's just not gonna that isn't true but right. let's say let's say he did get a false positive to me you got to you got to treat him the same way as everyone else you know um what and i know that they won't I, I get it. I, I understand that. But like you just mentioned with Zach Levine, If this were Zach Levine, he's out for two weeks. That that greatly impacts the the Bulls um last year. This year, I'm right. Uh, you can make the argument it wouldn't be as big a deal. But I think part of this, like let's just face it, politics are involved in this. Let's just I mean, let's just call it what it is. The Lakers are struggling. They look really bad without LeBron. You I don't know if you could say they look great with him but you know either way they're they're better with LeBron on the court and right. that might have been playing in the back of the mind the other thing is the money like you said they they moved the lakers game from national televi- nationally televised they want the lakers on national television
1: for sure right. that's
0: right. going to draw more money than the suns well might not draw more money than the suns warriors i think it would though
1: cuz it's the lakers it was lakers against clippers too so yeah lakers
0: clippers right so i i, I don't know i i LeBron said i i also found i found that he thought i thought it was handled very poorly i think you kind of touched on that he's just not happy with it yeah. it's being a bit dramatic to me this is a first world problem if i've ever seen one this is not the end of the world um and i i do get it because i would be upset if it was handled wrong like like and i had to miss games but come right. on man it's not the end of the world and you have to if you're being honest with yourself you look at the other players like Zach Levine, some other guys that have had this same situation come up and still have to miss the
1: time. Yeah, I, mean, I, I kind of understand his frustrations because you know, I do something, too. Yeah, for sure. You know, this is this something that you know, like you said, it can it can affect the team. So um, I, I understand. I think it's just, you know, so, just someone made a mistake like everybody does. And you know, at least he, you know, he got it fixed and he got, you know, he didn't have to miss any games
0: well yeah i mean they like i said it could it could have been a person's mistake but it also could be the test was wrong the test can be wrong people are under the impression that medical science is perfect we've been over this many times on this show it's not there are times where you're wrong that could have happened and i do agree i'd be upset too like if i if i got a false positive and i had to go if i had to miss work for two weeks right That would suck that would would not be good um you know, granted, I can work from home. He can't, but, you know, you get the point.
1: Yeah.
0: So I just think, like, it doesn't need to be a big deal. It happens. Move on. That's life, you know.
1: Whatever, yeah. right? Yeah, I agree, yeah.
0: Um, but speaking of LeBron and how unbelievably hard, not hard, he is, oh, God, that was a poor choice of words. How unbelievably physically dominant he is. Let's talk about how. <laughs> oh, man. It's good you catch yourself.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: We're, we're about to, before the show even takes off, we're about to get outed by the IRS, not the IRS, or somebody, somebody's going to, you know, audit us and be like, yeah, you're you're done. <laughs> um, physically dominant this man is some players have been commenting saying the league oh god i'm gonna text from jackson uh how, how uh physical the league has gotten and this year it's a little bit more physical than it has been in the past personally uh i don't i don't know if i totally agree with that maybe they're letting them go a little bit further but um i mean what are your what are your thoughts i i don't know if i totally agree with that and if it is true they would know better than me because they're feeling it up front if it's right. true i'm i'm all for it honestly
1: yeah i'm i was a new fan of the new rules um i've always thought that the league was kind of soft i've always thought that you know watching a game and seeing james harden throw up his arms or hook somebody <laughs> and then i just i hated it you know i've stated many times um I'm not surprised that players are complaining. Uh if you got it's just like you know how like in basketball when you watch a game and you see like somebody complain about a foul and like you know they get knocked down or something they don't get the call and then the other team starts a fast break and then they don't yeah. they they jog back. I I hate yeah. when I see that because it's like dude just just keep playing. Like I was watching the um, the Hawks Sixers game on Friday. And it was a good game. Joel Embiid was a uh, was uh, he came back and now you know they're starting to win stuff. But uh, Trey Young was obviously the the guy I was looking at, and he's still doing that that oh, I'm gonna drive into you and then I'm gonna just you know bounce off like you know like we're like like it's a bouncy house. I'm like you know just hit somebody and then start flaying my arms and all that stuff. And like he's still doing this, and I've he's probably it's probably part of his game. He's been doing it for a long time, so it's kind of probably just natural for him to do it. But he wasn't getting a lot of those calls. And I watched the Bulls game yesterday and James Harden, unless he was shooting three, he wasn't doing anything else. Because when he got when he dropped to the hole, Lonzo was locking him up, Iowa was locking him up, and you know, he was complaining about foul calls too. And he dropped back to defense. So it's it's I'm not surprised it's the, the people are complaining, but you know, it's just they got they gotta get used to it. I mean, like half the stuff they do, or they've been doing over the years, they're not fouls. It's not basketball. It's not good to watch yeah. as a player. As a player, I would. I don't know. If, I don't know. I don't know if players complain about it like other players and saying, you know, maybe uh, you know, the foul calls are calling and not good. But as a fan, obviously, you know, we don't we don't like to see that.
0: I I don't um. What what other rule changes have there been other than the, basically they're just not calling these crap fouls anymore like is there anything else that I'm just missing okay so then why are you like to me why would you complain like like you mentioned with James Harden you really see what James Harden that man he is having a really hard time adjusting to this Trey Young I you guys are all over him for it I actually think in terms of his play style it's a little less worse does that make sense it's like a little better in terms of play style I understand because he's
1: small he's small he's not that. well yeah
0: but you can't initiate contact like if I drive into you and you're moving that's to me okay so like that part is okay but if I'm if you're just defending me like a normal person you can't see my arms but my arms are out and I just hook my arm like how James Harden does it dude that's nonsense or I kick my feet out to get that's there's no you're not outplaying me all you're doing is just making sure that I can literally not play defense. I can, if I try and defend you, it's a foul. And I heart back to what I've said about many times on this show about the KD rip move. Mm -hmm. I don't think Zach knows what that is, but I know you do. Yeah, This man used to get like 13 free throws a game just from doing this stupid rip move. And I'm his biggest (laughs) fan. But this well, was t- this was terrible for basketball. This was not good, it, because he you literally are by him doing that. You cannot play defense with your arms. Like you can't put your arms up to contest a shot or do anything because this man will just rip move in your arms. I
1: mean, it, like, he usually did that when people were hand checking him. Yeah,
0: but so, but I'm saying like, uh, I'm I'm blurry, so I don't know if people will see this. But like, if I'm defending you, like. And I have my arm out like this, like a normal defensive position, this man's just gonna rip right into your arm.
1: I mean, if he's going for a shot, I guess you know he made it so that he was guaranteed a foul call. So he had to swing his arms, but usually, like you know, you can go up for a shot. Yeah, if you go up for
0: a normal shot, you just go up straight, right? You don't yeah. need to go like that. And yeah, oh but God, yeah.
1: so if the NBA
0: is truly more physical, and that's what the players are seeing. I'm all for it because it's been good this year to me. I like the new rule changes. Uh you know, I, I we'll we'll talk more about Durant in a second, but I feel kind of bad for him because clearly James Harden is having a very difficult time adjusting. Yes, he's still putting up the well-rounded stats. He he's still getting some points because like randomly he will shoot like 15 free throws a game or in a game, but yep. he's struggling a lot. So like it sucks for like KD, but Overall, the product that's being put out onto the floor, as a fan, I'm way more interested than I've ever been. And I've been watching the basketball well before 2016. So, I mean, I just, that's just a random number that came into my mind.
1: Just a random year, right? Did you see um, Julius Randle's comments and Tom Thibodeau's comments? No. No. OK, so when they played Brooklyn last Tuesday, um, you know, there's a, oh, I think there was a controversy. Yeah. There's controversy about the foul calls, right? And Julius Randle got um, a really important, really bad technical foul towards the end of the game. They gave Brooklyn a free throw um, in the clutch. But after the game, Julius said, uh, the refs told him, they said, because certain contact doesn't affect me like affects other players because I'm stronger, they're gonna miss the calls, so I don't know. What What do you think about that?
0: That's been an issue for forever, right? I mean, isn't yeah. isn't that because you could say the same thing about LeBron? LeBron doesn't.
1: Yeah, a lot LeBron's of LeBron's never gotten calls like Shaq. that. Shaq as well. Yeah. I mean, Shaq Shaq could have got forty free throws a game if they actually called every single foul call because that yeah. man was just too dominant. Yeah, exactly.
0: Like I can think of playing. Yeah, I'm reading about this. He's pissed after the hearing excuses on yeah. this calls Yeah, um, I mean, I can think of playing guys that i played in my life that are just way more physically dominant than me. Like, I won't even lie, and I would just try and push yeah. them or do whatever, yeah, and it didn't, to, it have didn't have matter. It yeah. didn't matter. They still That's score on me, and granted, you know, sometimes we're playing with rest, but a lot of times it's just pickup. but nobody calls a foul. Like, right. you know, granted, you don't really call fouls and pick up like that, but you know, they, they have a point. I will I I'm not disagreeing with Julius Randle there. Uh that's that's unfair. Like that's that comes back to kind of like the LeBron thing with the the COVID. You know, you're changing the rules for certain players because of something they,
1: they have. I wouldn't say changing the rules. I think this is just like the refs don't want to, you know, have a team shoot 40 free throws or, you know, a certain players shoot 20 to 25 free throws every game because – just because they're bigger and stronger and they're probably getting hacked more than other guys. I think yeah, that's well, just how it is. I, how it is. I,
0: I agree, but it is not changing the rules. It's kind of dismissing the rules for these players. And if that's the case, if that's how it is and that's how it's fair – or it's, I guess it's not fair, but if that's how it's going to be, they should make that clear. Hey, if you're just more physically dominant than a player, you're just going to, they're going to be allowed to kind of hack you a little more, you know, which is kind of what has seemed to happen. But like, I don't know. I don't know if that's fair. Like, I don't know if that's something that should be the way it is.
1: I mean, if they, if this becomes a bigger issue, then they got to, I don't know, make another rule change because. It's either you, you, you officiate by the rules or you, you don't you don't give leeway to other people because, hey, he's bigger or, hey, oh, he's smarter than that guy. So maybe I'm going to let him play a little more aggressive on him than other guys. It's just, I don't know. Like, because it's an official league. Like, like you said, pick up nobody calls those calls. And if you do, nobody's going to, you know, uh, deny it. But it's like, this is an NBA. It's professional sports. So, like, you got to set the foundation. So, those are fouls you're gonna call them if they're not then don't call them it's yeah that's simple
0: yeah that's that's true um but let's move on here we're going to talk a little bit about this bulls Stephen a thing god Stephen a <laughs> well let me pull up the quote the literal quote uh a few years ago not a few years ago gosh a few months ago when in, in august when the Bulls acquired Demar Derozan, this man had the audacity to say, "I don't think the combination of Demar Derozan and Zach Levine works." Now, this was this was trending on social media the other night because he was at the Bulls game. Uh, I can't remember who they were playing that night. Bulls and Knicks. Bulls and Knicks. Oh yeah, duh, <laughs> duh, His man wanted to go see his Knicks, you know, get stomped. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, so so in in uh, an image of him was trending of him just looking mad depressed. This man just looked he, I mean, it's not nice to laugh. I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but he looked so sad and Zach Levine made a comment. he's like, I know you want didn't he say this to him
1: he's like, he said like, him before, he said to him before the game, game. right? Yeah. yeah, I
0: know you I know you want us to lose this game, but that's not gonna happen. <laughs> and and you see Stephen A on the sidelines. We'll we'll show the image here, but um, yeah, you just see him looking sad, man. <laughs> he looks so sad,
1: <laughs>
0: eating his words. I mean, if that's not karma, I don't know what is. It's
1: it's him and a lot of other people, man. Sec, Sixteen and eight, second in the East. Just beat both uh, New York teams in New York. Well, here's the other thing. Aren't they I'm both like
0: top seven in MVP voting and top? Is it top five still in scoring? It might not be anymore, but they were. I think they're
1: both top ten. Yeah, they're so definitely they're, top t- they're both
0: top ten for sure in scoring, yeah.
1: But yeah,
0: you it was top five last time I was on the show, so that was two weeks ago. So, I mean, yeah, yeah. mm, for not really working yet. <laughs> mm, I don't
1: know. It was great to see that, honestly. I, I was watching the game, and the Bulls were up 20, and then Knicks came back, so maybe Stephen A, if they have another camera angle, he probably was going crazy but uh, they still ended up losing, um, but it, it's just funny. I know it's still early, so I'm not going to overreact to a lot of these, like, you know, uh you get backs at uh analysts for, you know, downplaying the Bulls uh, pre agency requirements, but, you know, it's just good to see them playing good basketball second in the East. And I just hope to keep going. And it's just, I just, I just love seeing, you know, the Bulls proving people wrong. For the first time in a couple of years, it's nice. It's nice too because they got both sides of the ball. They really do. I mean, exactly. It was their defense, and oh, DeMar, and uh, Levine are not going to work. So the fact that they're proving people wrong on both both aspects, Lonzo and
0: Caruso, Mister Caruso, Alex Caruso,
1: was first just, team All D this year. He better yes. be first team. He's
0: been thrown around the league, right, all over the place. Just he, you know, whatever League. G League, but people like basically talk down about him. You're like, oh, he's just this skinny white guy. He can't really do anything, right? You know, I, I
1: was I was one of those people. I admit it. When he was on Lakers, I was a fan. So I, I, he proved me. Right. I
0: I will say I was I had no opinion really of him. I didn't care either way. But now he is on the Bulls, playing his role. Something about the Bulls, bro. I don't know what it is, but in the past like ten years, fifteen years, whatever it may be. They just can get players to just play a role, and that's mm-hmm. that's that. Like, you don't mm-hmm. need to be Superman. You don't need to be – like, this This to me is why it would have been very intriguing back when LeBron made his decision if he had come to the Bulls. Could he have – like, would he have turned into a player that could play a role instead of needing to be the ball, down, like, being the whole system? Like, could he have been a role – Player, not literally a role player, but play a role. Because I don't know what it is, bro. The Bulls just get players to play roles. They just do.
1: That's facts. That's facts.
0: you got AO coming in too. Mm-hmm. And, and granted, he's he's done this a little more lately, but he comes in. Let me just give you a spurt of like five to ten points. Yep. You know, I play That's my good. 15, 15, 20 minutes, whatever it may be. That's yep. all I need. Caruso, mm-hmm. I'm there to play defense. Lonzo, yeah, I don't need to – Here's the thing, bro. Let's let's get off topic for a little. I do not like the narrative that Lamelo Ball is so much better than Alonzo Ball. I don't like that narrative.
1: Are you shocked though? Because Lamelo is like I, the, the I poster boy for basketball these days.
0: I, I I am not shocked. I just think it's a um an easy thing to say. It's not really. It doesn't. Yeah. Because it's, it's just looking at, I stats, yeah. I just, look at yeah, and I just look
1: highlights at, and oh, what's the what's the big talk of the NBA? It's Lamello. so you know. It's I
0: he because Lonzo Ball again to roles he plays his role great. I well first of all Lamello cannot defend like Lonzo Ball.
1: He just he Lonzo can't. Is such a good defender, dude. He's <laughs> Lonzo Ball is so many at defen- Locking up Harden yesterday. Oh my god. <laughs> And But that's the part of the,
0: that's the side of the ball people don't care about, you know, you know, every time we look at players. Oh, my God, dude, I keep thinking back to that Steph, Katie debate. You you know what, maybe at the end of this episode, I'll just read through the notes I've taken on that because it just is so funny. But like whenever we argue, especially certain individuals on the show, talk about players and who's better. They only talk about offense, the one side of the ball. That's all people look at. Right. Uh, and and in that in that case, I could understand the argument for Lamelo. Honestly, you know he's get he gets well-rounded stats. So does Lonzo, but yeah, um, you know they also have very different roles on their team. Lonzo is not expected to do every like wanted to do all that. But I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I've said it. I said it a few times. Bulls just get players to play roles.
1: I'm just saying. your point. To your point about the one side of the ball. Like offense is easy to like see who's like really good at it because obviously you have highlights, obviously you have, you know, games you can watch. But for defense, dude, you can't look at stats because you know, not a lot not everybody's averaging two steals and two blocks every season. You gotta watch games to look at defense to know who's a good defender or not.
0: Yeah. So, and there's no there's no P E R for defense or efficiency. You know?
1: Yeah. I mean, like, I'm talking about those, stats that summarize. Those stats were like, oh, the team's defensive rating is this one. This guy's on the floor. I guess those are only like stats you could probably look at. But those are yeah, not but, obviously like the whole picture. But
0: that's, that's the to me, that's the equivalent of using plus minus as a, as
1: a, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I yeah, saw,
0: yeah. I saw somebody on Facebook using plus minus for Steph Curry. It was a very Zach like argument. And they were, they were saying, oh, how, how is blah, blah, blah better than this man? If his plus-minus, if Steph's plus-minus is number one in the league every single year, and he just got shredded in the comments, everybody's like, "Dude, that's a terrible stat. It's outdated. Why would you? Why would you even use that stat? Like nobody uses it. It's a terrible." Because the, again, you're you're looking at like if I'm looking at defensive efficiency, runs right? on the court, right? Mm and in comparing it to when he's off the court. Well, what about the other four players on the court? What about the opponent? Like there there are a lot of other factors that that play into it that are never that aren't considered. And they they are considered kind of in defensive efficiency. It's a better stat. But yeah. um you know, it's not a basic statistic like plus minus. It's a more advanced metric. But still, like yeah, like you said, you got to watch. You just have to watch. There's no there's no substitution for seeing it, you know? Yeah. Um,
1: yeah. The thing about Lonzo, too, is, like, he plays with two other ball handlers on the team. So, you know, I've seen the Hornets. It's basically LaMelo, maybe Rozier, but LaMelo's the one that runs the offense. On the Bulls. Yeah, exactly. It's Lonzo, DeMar, Levine, any of those guys could start the offense on half court. Full court, they can bring the ball up. So that's another point. And Lonzo still puts up, you know, you can still get your eight rebounds, seven assists, and maybe – Couple That's crazy. Jack's made no bullish comments. Most uh, overrated team in the
0: NBA. They're not going to be successful. Didn't, didn't he crazy. say they're going to have? They're going to have what was it? Twenty less wins than last year. I think they've already surpassed that. Yeah. Yeah. So it was something outrageous. Like they would have been the worst team in history. <laughs> and I mean, you know, Jack, if you're watching this, which you're probably not, but maybe. Uh, yeah, the Bulls have how many wins right now? Is it 13? 16. 16, 16 and 8. Uh, yeah, 16 wins. So, I mean, they had what, 39 last year?
1: No, no, it wasn't.
0: 33? 33. 33. Yeah, you're right. 33. So 20 less than that would be 13. So 13 is that greater than 16? No, it's less. So they've already surpassed your prediction. Sorry. Sorry to say that. Bulls are, Bulls are goaded. I'm certain. I'm I'm actually starting to believe they can make a
1: serious push in the playoffs,
0: which I, I know at the beginning. In the East,
1: dude, really, I think, I think they match up against – the only team that I don't think they match up good against is the Bucks.
0: The Bucks, yeah, especially after losing Patrick Williams. Yeah. They need Patrick Williams to go. Um, but if they here, make yeah. a
1: trade for a four, which I think is a good possibility right now, I think they can match up a good against them.
0: Yeah, well, at the beginning of the year, I said – um i said that you know teams just typically outside of like you can like the bucks or the suns like last year the asterisk year basically teams don't typically just go from not making the playoffs or first round exit to the finals or whatever yeah it just it just doesn't happen
1: five players yeah like that
0: so but the bulls are really well-rounded i'm starting to think that you know maybe i'm starting to think conference finals is in the vocabulary at least I, I don't know.
1: know. I wanted to play off first. Maybe after the trade. Well, yeah, yeah, seat. of course.
0: I mean, you know, I we'll have better predictions when we get seeding. But uh if they I mean if they can remain a top three seed somehow, they're in good shape because like you said, I, I'm looking to avoid Milwaukee at all costs.
1: Uh, yeah, they, they're gonna smoke by Milwaukee.
0: Yeah, I'm looking to I'm looking to avoid Milwaukee. Everyone else. I like I like the odds. Um, I'm a little bit worried about the heat too, but bam, you never know. Like now with his injury, how will he play out this season? Kyle Lowry's yeah. been injured on and off a lot. Or is he even back? Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's back. I think Jimmy's still out.
0: Jimmy, yeah, Jimmy's out. Um,
1: other than actually no, out depot.
0: Yeah. Other than that, I'm I'm not too worried. I mean, I like I like the Bulls' chances so. But uh, let's move on. Let's talk some Nets, the team that, you know, <clears throat> the Bulls had, just had to put in their place last night. You know?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but uh, Steve Nash basically said, I've got two. But When they were asking, somebody asked him, why are you playing KD so much? And he's like, I got two options. Don't play him as much and we lose or continue to play him this much and we win more than we lose. <laughs> Uh that would be the lady um i'm trying to mute it why is it not muting hello thank you gosh apple fix your products um no i take that back we're sponsored by apple so (laughs) (laughs) yeah but basically he said you know they, they basically need kd to go you know play some some uh i mean people will say lebron like minutes but even more than lebron plays to, to, to have a chance to win. So what do yeah. you what do you think? Is this sustainable? Is this is gonna be a problem?
1: It's gonna be a problem for sure. I mean, you're making a guy who just came off of Achilles and hamstring issues for the past two years. Average I mean, he played thirty eight minutes against the Bulls yesterday. Um he's averaging how many minutes? Let's see. Computer's tweaking because I can't okay. Hold on, hold on. That's not a big deal, maybe 10 years ago. But in today's game, when you have guys like LeBron and Giannis. he's only averaging
0: 36, but
1: so yeah. Uh, for the season?
0: Yeah.
1: Okay. But it's been a lot a more lot. recently. But Will, that's a lot. I mean, compared to... I can't look at the numbers now, but you've seen in the past two years how most guys set out the fourth quarter. Giannis, in particular, and you see the Warriors, even if they're winning or losing, have you seen the way they've been managing Steph's minutes? He goes out for like half of like throughout uh, like half of the fourth quarter. I remember during the Suns, he did. Um, they're mm-hmm. having a good run. Yeah, they still yeah. Took yeah. him out. So a lot of these guys are getting their minutes managed. He's not, and he's the one coming off the of Achilles, and he had, he didn't play for two years before the season. Yeah you no, asking I, him to I, carry I guys like to carry guys like Millsap, Mills, uh Lamarcus, Bruce Brown, the um Javon Carter. <laughs> I mean, if you take out KD who? and you say, okay, who <laughs> if you take out KD and you say, Okay, we're gonna let you play 32, 33 minutes a game, they're not winning games, bro. They're gonna be a sixth seed if that happens. But the way Harden's playing. They ain't got nobody else to run that offense. They got nobody else to basically lead that team. Kyrie's not there, so th- no. Steve Nash is in a tough situation, dude. Because Harden's not playing up to par. KD's playing too many minutes for a guy who's coming off, you know, serious injuries, and Kyrie's not there, and we don't know when Kyrie's coming back. So, what other option does he have to risk him getting hurt again? I mean, well, that that's
0: yeah. That's the problem. I'm also looking at stats online right now. So this this is kind of wild to look at. 36 minutes. Um outside of the his OK, his early OKC years, this is the most minutes. Yeah, he was... but
1: that was in a different era
0: though. Yeah, no, 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 I know. I'm just saying that's so that's the most he's averaged. He's also averaging the most points uh he's averaged since his MVP season, other than his MVP season, I should say. Um uh-huh. Also, this is his second most efficient season of his career so far. Really, that's wild. Uh, his three-point percentage is, is down a lot. But, you know, I just know there's a narrative out there by certain people that he's not efficient unless he has other all-stars to draw attention. Oh, man. I don't know, man. You know, I just look at this, and I see every, you know, every year of his career other than Baby years averaging over 50 shooting. Point is, all right, that he is so clearly their best player. It's just, and, and I know everybody's gonna look back, oh, LeBron's had to carry this. Look at this, you know, Steph does this or whatever, or whoever. Paul George is having to do a similar thing this year. Well, guess what? They didn't come off an Achilles injury, all right. right. And I'm I'm not trying to make excuses, because there there really is no excuse, you know. Either as as Kareem says, handle or be handled. That's that's what it comes down to. But Achilles injuries historically end careers. Hey, there's only been one player to come back from an Achilles injury. I think. Um, Dominique. Dominique, yeah. That's it. Like nobody else can can play. So, yeah, the fact that KD has been this decent is, is I mean, this great. You can make an argument he's the MVP this year. Um, and I, I actually think KD will have a better MVP case when it's all said and done at the end of the season than Steph, even though I predicted Steph to be the MVP because of the fact that Steph's going to get Clay back and James Wiseman. Yeah, but
1: if KD still has a good chance of getting Kyrie back. So, I don't know. Does he? It's it's gonna happen. Either he gets Kyrie back or they trade him. I think. So he's gonna get somebody. I mean, okay. Decent.
0: I I am not sure. I believe that yet. But um, yeah, I know
1: it's not looking good. But <laughs> if that Americans, happens,
0: yes, of course. If that happens, um, Steph. I mean, I predict stuff to be MVP. No, I predicted it. I predicted it. Um, but they're they're in trouble um, right now. And I honestly am shocked that the Nets are the first seed just because. Yeah.
1: What? I'm looking at just, I'm just comparing his minutes to other people right what's, now.
0: What's it up? What's it like?
1: He's averaging more minutes than most of the MVP candidates. Chris Paul, Devin Booker averaged 32. Um, Steph averages 34, which is more than I thought. Uh, Jokic averages 32. Uh, AD actually averages 35 minutes, which is a lot to have for him. I'm surprised. Yeah. Um, yeah. so I mean compared to other guys, he's playing a little bit more minutes, so it's,
0: it's really not, just a risk. Just, like,
1: do you do you do you manage him if he starts or what if he comes next week and I pray it does this doesn't happen, but I'm just saying, like, what if he tweaks the hamstring or he gets some type of injury? Okay. You have they're, they're done.
0: If KD gets hurt, they're they're done. They're Yeah, but is I'm over.
1: saying, like, do you just do you watch his do you manage him? So you could have him for the playoffs because most of these guys they're just managing their minutes, they're managing their players so they can have them available for the playoffs. Do you do that for Arden and KD?
0: Well, here, you so? here you and just you risk, bring up a good risk, point.
1: Risk a lower seat? the seating, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Here,
0: here's here's why I wouldn't do it. All right. And maybe I will do it, you know, 40 games from now. Maybe, you know, the last 20 games of the season, I'd do something like that, which at that point it might it might be too late. Um but here's why I don't do it is because I don't have confidence right now in James Harden to carry the team. If if James Harden was a different player, like if he was you know last year, even just last year, James Harden, I would I would maybe do this with KD like they did last year. They did this with Kate Kevin Durant, right? And you know, granted, James Harden ended up getting hurt a few times and whatever, so they, they had a ton of mama jamma going on. Right. But you can't do that now because. James Harden's just not that guy. He's just not that guy right now. And if you don't have Kevin Durant, you are not going to win. I This roster is not good. It is not a good roster. Now, I should take that back, actually, because LaMarcus Aldridge, Paul Millsap, these guys have been no, taking it back take, 10 years. Take
1: take Millsap out of it. It's LaMarcus and Petty Mills that have Patty been the Mills. best role players.
0: I, I know, but even like Paul Mills has had some good games recently.
1: Yeah, one good game for the past like. But tired. but like I don't believe that those guys
0: are gonna be enough to with James Harden the way he's been.
1: So well yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: But th- that's what I'm saying is like managing KD is just it's gonna be really hard because you can't this the, the other issue is I don't know if I believe this team's good enough to make it to the finals if they have like a six seed
1: oh yeah we said that a long time ago yeah well that's what i'm saying if you, if
0: you lose your seeding, that's oh, why yeah. i'm saying like you can't you can't rest to you can't manage him too much because you have to maintain in my opinion the nets need the first seed they have to have the first seed they should have got it last year but, but you know at the very least sure. at, yeah at the very least you need a top three seed for sure and I've, we've already talked about this, I don't think the Bulls are going anywhere, i sure as heck don't think the Bucks are, Bucks are coming, Bucks up. are, yeah, I don't think the Bucks are going anywhere, um, I, I anticipate Miami will move on up, or at least be in the conversation once they get a little bit more healthy. I don't personally really believe in Washington, I know you do, uh, if Bradley Beal starts playing like Bradley Beal, then yeah, maybe, you know, um, so they, they this is a big deal. This is a really big deal for them.
1: I'ma say this, okay. Kyrie, I'm gonna start a Kyrie MVP agenda when he comes back, if he does. Okay. You got <laughs> I I, some hot cocoa, I heard you. Kyrie MVP agenda. I'm going to start advocating for that. I'm advocating advocate that he's a top three-point guard in the league. Oh, shoot. I just got what you're saying right now, actually. What? 50, 40, 90 last year on his average 26 points per game. He doesn't play this year. And now look at all the questions we have about the Nets. I'm just saying. And then as soon as he comes back, which he will, I believe him, you'll show hmm. how important he is to the team.
0: See, your narrative is is flawed there only because if I, – I truly believe if James Harden was right – they would be – you wouldn't even have questions about the Nets. I don't know about that. About I would have no doubts in their abilities because James Harden and KD should be enough. It should be. It just should be. Okay, it should be. And I'm not okay. saying it would be, but I'm saying, like, if James Harden was right, like, to me, against the Bulls last night, I'm just being honest, they probably – they probably beat the Bulls. Really? They got a good chance, like you said. James Harden is getting locked up by Lonzo. Come on, I mean, okay, James- but I'm not okay, saying Lonzo.
1: But 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 if they lose because someone playing good defense on them, that's not on. on that's Pardon? not because. That's not no. I'm saying like. You can say that for anybody. Like if we if the Bulls play the Warriors and they lock up Clay and Steph, and then the Warriors lose. No,
0: no, no. no. I I understand. I understand that. I understand that. But I'm saying that part of the reason that he gets locked up. Are you frozen? Are you there? I don't know. I think we lost you. Um, but I'm saying part of the reason he's getting locked up is because he's not right. Like he's just not able to adjust right now. That's, that's what no, I'm that's saying. I, obviously, and I'm not taking credit away from Lonzo because we just talked about it. Lonzo is a great defender. I'm, I'm not saying he can't at least slow him down, but I mean, if I'm being honest, right. Like, there, there are a few players you know you look at, and you're just like, they're gonna, it doesn't matter how great defense you play, they're just gonna give it to you. You know, you got Steph, you got KD, you right. got Harden, LeBron, it doesn't matter, Giannis, they're just gonna give you the business. So, that, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying, like, obviously, if you shut down KD and Harden, the Nets aren't women, that's just not gonna happen. So,
1: you know, Nets <sighs> Man, are in I, trouble now. Yeah. I wonder if they're gonna trick Kyrie. They should. I, I don't know what how you do that. I don't know. I've you think you think they can manage the, Katie's minutes if they get somebody decent for her, uh, Kyrie or oh, yeah. just a couple good good players?
0: Oh, yeah, you, you need somebody else that can help. First of all, they're gonna need more than what they would initially want because of how Harden's playing, like how bad he is. So right. they they would want they're gonna try and get as much as they can. Obviously, you would do that anyways, but. Like we've talked about Kyrie's trade value is so freaking low. It's, it just, it's a, it's a really tough situation. It really right. is. You need somebody, you need players of the caliber of Patty Mills.
1: Eh, i say a little bit more than that.
0: Well, I, I, I know I would say more too, but I'm just saying with the way that Patty Mills has played, he's looked a little better to me than I thought he would be. Uh,
1: That's true.
0: So I need I need players that are playing like he's playing not not necessarily that level. Like I ideally you'd want like a Dane, but that's not going to happen.
1: Maybe maybe someone like CJ McCollum, maybe. But not him yeah. specifically, just someone of his caliber. I mean,
0: if Bradley Beal still wants out, I would be yeah, trying I was, to I, I would try to Bradley get that. Beal.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And I think KD and uh Bradley Beal are friends, I think. Or or at least cordial, so it shouldn't be,
1: you know. They should get Jalen Brown. low key. They should go for someone like Jalen. Brown. Jalen
0: Brown would be their best case scenario,
1: in my opinion.
0: Just Actually, off I've, top Ben of my Simmons
1: head. or, or Jalen Brown, I think.
0: Well, I already said at the beginning of the year, Ben Simmons would have been that swap would have been the greatest trade. But I, I'm I I've said I'm convinced they're just not trading Ben Simmons. I totally convinced of that. Not yet. I don't think it's happening this year. Maybe it'll happen next year. Okay. Fair. But I, I don't know. I I think the Nets are in trouble for the long run. Maybe not now, but I think in terms of the long run. It they're... is
1: tough, yeah, for real, because KD signed an extension. They took out the extension offer to, from Kyrie, and Harden could have signed an extension, but he didn't, and he's going to have free agency. Oh, well, man. That's...
0: that's, to be fair, we've talked about this. Like, I don't know if we talked about it on the show, but off we're off yeah, we did. air. But you know, like they they do that on purpose so they can get more money. And I
1: don't so, know. If I was hard i I'd, I'd look at the Kyrie situation.
0: Well, that's that's as Zach has said many times, and I don't agree with a lot of the stuff Zach says, but this I agree with big time. This might turn out to be Katie's biggest mistake in terms of a decision. Because if like if the end goal is winning, this will be this may be his biggest mistake because he the Warriors with KD right now instant favorites. I mean they might be favorites right now, but with KD I mean, un, no the Warriors
1: with oh the Warriors my bad sorry the KD
0: yeah they're instant favorites right they're undisputed favorites. Facts. Um, by the way, skip Shannon. Don't come at us for using that word. We're not. Not using your title or anything, we're just saying the word on the speed. Of um, but yeah, so I think that's everything, right? That's all we had,
1: man. This season is crazy so far, dude. Kyrie's situation with the Nets, Lakers are struggling, the Warriors are you know running havoc, the Suns don't look like frauds, the Bulls are good.
0: You, you guys said it last week, and I, I did say it in the chat afterwards when I watched. I'm still not convinced on the Suns or the Warriors, just in terms of their schedule has been so stupidly easy that it's I'm not convinced that they're the The, favorites for the
1: titles. Okay. Yeah, but like the Warriors are new age Spurs to me. Just because they have they just find a way. (laughs) Yeah, find a way and they have so much they their offense is so fluid. It's so nice to watch. It's like okay, they could beat you with anybody. And they can beat they can beat anybody with anybody. You I don't know why. Like, My bad. Go ahead, yeah.
0: I was just gonna say to your point. I don't know why other teams haven't tried to implement a similar offense,
1: but you know, go on. You would think that's like the you know, the thing. I mean the the plan, right? Just share the basketball. Play you know, play team best. Screen
0: just just a Screen. million different screens.
1: All right, and you know, have guys cut. A lot of guys don't cut in today's game, which is weird, but is it's like this is the first time I've seen that actually like mimics the Spurs after you know twenty years. You're you are so right about that though, because that
0: you're you're one hundred percent right. Because I remember watching the Spurs back when you know like KD was on the Thunder, and just yeah. just watching them the Thunder get shredded by Boris Diaw or Matt Bonner. Like, are you kidding me? You Guys, you right. would.
1: And Tiago splitter
0: and Matt Barnes, like, uh Steven Jackson. Yup. I mean, they they had that ball movement was ridiculous, dude. They, I remember there was a time where it was like trying on social media. If you ever want to show kids how to play basketball, show them a video of the Spurs. I, I I'll still say that the Spurs ball movement was better than the Warriors is now. Mostly because I think the Warriors just utilized screening more than, than what the Spurs did. The of, Spurs, was, yeah, Spurs, Yeah, Spurs was strictly ball movement, where the Warriors just kind of screen and force you to move as a defense. Bro, when I play basketball, I, I think I've said on this show, when I play basketball with like people from the park sometimes, or kids, you know, freak of nature, athletes, like somebody like DJ,
1: right.
0: you know, the dude that can't beat Jack in one-on-one, yeah. Um, <laughs> DJ, if you're watching, you know, that's, we're just trolling. But, um, you know, like, somebody that I just know athletically is so much more gifted than me. And, like, right. realistically, if I had to square him up one-on-one, like, I'm probably not scoring on DJ. Like, there's, yeah, because even if I think I'm getting a shot off, this man can jump, like, 10 feet in the air and block it, even if I have enough space. Like, the only way I beat players like that, or I can stay with them, is running. Just move around forever because I have to make them switch or do whatever. That's what the warriors do so well. They mm. I mean, no, I, don't, I really don't want to diss stuff here. And I actually mean this in a in a positive way. So Zach, when you watch this, don't don't get mad at me. Like he is a master of that and that is a talent. It is. It really is. The fact that he can just move, he knows he's not physically gifted and that's okay because he's a freaking the best shooter ever, right? So if I can move around, make the defense move, Try and find me, and I get wide X. open threes. Nope. Stop it. Figure out a way to stop it. You can't. So that's what they do really well to me.
1: Yeah, it's just it's good to see. I I love watching them play for real. I
0: I, I swear. I wish I wish the whole NBA played that way. It would just be so fun to watch.
1: The Bulls kind of play that way um, this year. I think just because you know they, they share the ball, obviously. The chemistry was a, was a question everybody had and you see, you know, Levine and DeMar, you know, playing off of each other. But when you have like guys like Io come in and Troy Brown Jr. and Caruso, especially Caruso, Caruso plays, you watch Caruso. Sorry. You watch Caruso play, bro. He cuts, he's always driving in. He's always finding the open man. He plays just like, like, you know, if he, like he came from Spurs or the Warriors, but I like, I like, I love watching Caruso play.
0: Caruso, I love him. He's he's like one of my favorite players. I would get a Caruso jersey. That's how much I like him.
1: Um, you like him now, right?
0: Yeah. Well, I didn't watch – I'm not going to be a liar. I didn't watch him on the Lakers because I didn't yeah, care. Yeah. You know, I, yeah, I, right. I honestly, I didn't watch him in G League. I, don't, I didn't care about him. He wasn't on my team. That's just, you know, how it is. But he reminds me of um, Noah. Um, Obviously not in size or – you know what his abilities are but just in the effort and just he's just sole effort he's purely just go out there give it a hundred percent however long i'm on the court
1: yep that's what i love about the bulls man big big things are going for the bulls for real for real don't sleep on this, bro
0: <laughs> i'm wear this this hat for no reason to work every day
1: you know <laughs> does anybody but, say anything to you
0: Um, no, somebody did ask the other day, they're like, are you just really cold? And I was like, uh, (laughs) not really, (laughs) but, um, but yeah, that's, that's all we got. We're, we're about an hour, maybe a little more, I don't know, something like that, but good episode. Hopefully we'll be back all three of us next week. Maybe even Jack will make a showing. I doubt it, but Uh, you know, you never know folks. Um, but we appreciate it episode 43 43 uh, yeah 43 and the books um you know like kd one of the greatest numbers ever um but you know <clears throat> thanks for listening follow us on social media you know it's it's down uh it's at the beginning of the video spotify apple pods some other random networks that i don't even know about uh youtube probably youtube is the most popular so check us out follow us tiktok as well always trying to put out some good content instagram mm-hmm. so no, know we're doing our best let us know how we can improve we appreciate y'all
1: love you peace see you later